absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday morning. What's going on, Max? Oh, nothing. You know, as a Rams fan, you just knew that the the inevitable was 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 going to come, and and certainly enough, uh, you know, the, that Forty ers team from last week that got steamrolled by the Dolphins. Uh, that that was that team was nowhere to be found. Jimmy Garoppolo looked like fucking Tom Brady out there. Tom Brady against the Green Bay Packers. Against against Green Bay, but we'll get it. We'll get into it. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's going on, Panther? Yeah, I watched that game, and I we. Maybe been a little premature and dismissive. The 49ers had looked like shit leading up to last night, but they did. You know, Kittle uh, doing his best Deion Sanders uh, impression on his way into the end zone. Garoppolo looked good. Mozart was a damn beast last night. So, yeah, the, those Niners, we might have been a little too quick to dismiss them. Yeah, maybe. And I can finally say, Rich, I'm glad I know you, man. <laughs> you, well, you won one of those fantasy tournaments, huh? Number one, number one, baby. And you did. You weren't glad you knew me before that and all the horse racing bets, getting the uh, folks here on Absolute Degeneracy late and finding them free money uh, at DraftKings. And now you finally are glad I'm here. Okay. Yes, exactly right. I saw the same thing when I saw his comment. I'm like, oh, that's that's terrible, Arch. That's just really awful. Rich isn't getting me laid. I still have to put in the work. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's nice of him for other people work he raises his eyebrow and then that's it i mean that's the work that arch has to put into getting laid still that's calories burnt max i could save those for elsewhere for the extra second (laughs) second okay so we had some football yesterday max any uh thoughts i do i'm gonna roll out a new segment on these on on for mondays for nfl i'm gonna call it max's week six touchdown which means i will go over six points and then either a seventh point, or if I feel the need to, I'll go for two. So every week, and sometimes it'll just be six. Sometimes I won't. Even, sometimes I'll miss the extra point. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start off with those bears. Frauds or not, they're five and one, and they are three wins away from me having at least a push on my season win totals with them. <laughs> I do think the true frauds showed up this week to claim their title they were so upset about us squabbling over chicago and seattle that they decided to lay the biggest egg of the week remind us who they really are green bay packers look absolutely miserable out there on the field uh i have aaron Rodgers in my fantasy team he he put up i think a a whopping like nine points so thank you thank you so much for that loss uh i mentioned it before i was worried about the rams going into this week and it was for good reason i still do think highly of their defense but man they just have these mental lapses at times where they just forget that they're playing defense on the field so uh, i guess yeah i guess you're right i guess maybe they are close to the middle of the pack in the afc when it comes to defenses uh (laughs) a couple of coaches very ballsy yesterday, but their teams ended up losing. Uh, the Washington football squadron had a chance to tie the game, but Riverboat Ron went for two instead. The frustrating thing, I don't know if you guys watched that. I, I, that was my local game here. Kyle Allen had a clear shot to run into the end zone, but instead he decided to just scramble around until he had enough time to throw the ball at his receiver's feet. Uh, Romeo Cornell also had a chance to go up eight on Tennessee, but instead, he went for two, missed the two-point conversion, ended up losing an OT. So 
guys with balls, possibly not a lot of brains. Fifth point I have, I wonder if Trevor Lawrence said, if he said, I'm going to stay in college another year, if the Jets would miraculously start winning games because they just looked like they were in full tank mode yesterday. I want to focus on the positive in that game, though. There was something positive to come out of there. There's two positives, actually. One is we got to see Tua yesterday come out on the field for the first time since, what, 2018. So that was nice. But the, the real positive I'm, I'm going to say here is, is the Dolphins have a better record than the Patriots. <laughs> we all saw that coming. <laughs> Point number six, uh, the Falcons had a post-coach bump, and in a few weeks, maybe the Vikings will too. <laughs> and, nice. and and my extra point and i'm going to set this up for uh panther to uh return a uh for a touchdown as well is the browns and Bengals, they still suck well <laughs> cleveland might be we might be throw them in the frauds and gimmicks section as well because every time we think we get to believe in this team then they remember they're the Browns and, and pull an absolute no-show. I don't know if we can put it all on Cleveland, though, because Pittsburgh, are they the best team in the NFL right now? Offensive and defensively, they get it done. They haven't really had to deal with any injuries, but, man, they looked absolutely phenomenal yesterday. And the Bengals, you know, the, the offensive line kind of did their job, only gave up two sacks, and Burrow threw his fourth game of 300 yards or more. Um, but again, maybe, maybe Philip Rivers listened to our show where we beat him up and just kind of threw him under the bus and ran over him, backed it up, ran over him again because he turned around and threw for 371 yards, almost doubled his touchdown output. So maybe this Colts aren't as inept on offense as we think, or maybe the Bengals are just as defense, defensively inept as their offensive line has been all season. Um, those are the two games that I kind of wanted to focus on. So uh, that's what I got. Rich, what's your takeaway? Well, maybe the NFL is going to return kind of to normal now that they're kind of four or five games into the season. With you consider that they didn't really have a normal camp. They didn't have preseason. Teams were kind of playing on the fly. So maybe now we're going to start to see Games look like games usually look and scores not going through the roof like they have, although they still were scoring plenty on the weekend. I think that um, <clears throat> maybe it was Tom Brady and not the hoodie. That's an argument that's uh, kind of going Tom's way the last couple. Well, it didn't look that way last week, but this way it kind of does look that way. Cam is – Cam is. Uh, there's a reason why he was on the open market apparently for so long, and I think you're going to see uh, – Tampa Bay probably just get better from here as their players get healthy and come back into the mix. And their defense looks just really solid. So I think you got to kind of look out for Tampa going forward. Maybe so. Are we going to see Stidham before the year's out? Is he going to be the starter? You think they're going to stick with Cam the whole season? I think they're going to stick with Cam because when Cam was out, they didn't go to Stidham right away. They went to the old man, which is telling you kind of what they think of Stidham, right? Yeah, maybe so. Hey, listen, I was the one that was calling for them to get uh, another old man. I, I, I was screaming for them to get Andy Dalton, and now we get to see him tonight. Mm. So I, can't, I can't wait for that in Dallas. Uh, but I, that was that was the no-brainer for me. It, it felt like Andy Dalton would have been the, the great kind of old man on the team for for uh, – for Belichick and uh, I was not, I was not thrilled with the Hoyer signing and uh, you know, there's question marks about Stidham. I, I know uh, some Patriots fans that I know were high up on him, like what they saw from him. So maybe 
maybe he needs just first team reps. Maybe he just needs a, a little bit uh, more time to gel with Edelman. I, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I would definitely the first move I would probably make is is to move Stidham up on on the depth chart and uh, you know get get him some reps. Yeah, because I I, I mean Cam Cam finishes the season absolutely, but it's not like he's been the most durable of players either. You know, it's not like he, he uh, COVID aside, it's not like he's not taking shots and he's he's not doing stupid things that gets him injured. So I think if, if you're going to pick one or the other, I would like to get more looks at Stidham and see what exactly you have there and what you don't. I, I, yeah, man, throw him in the deep end. Sink or swim, kid. Let's just see what we have. That that would be my philosophy. Uh, yeah, so good stuff. Good. That Green Bay game. I don't know if you watched the game, anybody. I'm sure Max I did. did. I, yeah, I watched. Yeah. I, I watched that game. Yeah, How I quickly did. I, I did too. the body language of the Packers went just south. My God, my I mean, God! It was, it was so fast. Like you punched the Packers in the mouth, and they just rolled the fuck over. Uh, Rogers' facial expressions might be some of the worst in the league. I, I know Tom uh, Brady's got some 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 crazy facial expressions too, but Rogers just pure disgust with his team yeah. when, when, when they couldn't when, when Devontae Adams couldn't catch that ball in bounds the glare he gave at Adams I'm like well you know what how about you throw the ball half a foot closer <laughs> so he can catch it in bounds how about that Rogers how about you try that like uh, it would have been a miracle for any pl- I don't I, honestly speaking on that play alone I don't think any player could have gotten their tiptoes in bounds because again it was thrown out of bounds yeah you glare at Adams yeah come on but I mean there's several takeaways but you know Green Bay what, Tampa Bay's defense was just absolutely smothering Rodgers was lucky to complete 16 passes because he he was on his ass all night long. Um, and they couldn't effectively run, but we kind of knew that. Tampa Bay's run defense, even without Vita VA, um, this was still smothering. Aaron Jones only managed 15 yards on the ground. So um, I don't know that this is an indictment on Green Bay. It, they, they ran into a buzzsaw. Everything was clicking for Tampa and not just, just the offensive side of the ball. I mean, it helps when you get defensive pressure and you get a pick six and all those things. But um, man, Tampa Bay's defense was very impressive. And we also had a Gronk sighting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A, a TD, right? It's 90, 91st, I think. Wow. Brady. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, Tampa Bay. You beat up on a team that everybody thought was might be one of the best. <laughs> yeah. Might, might we throw out there that was one of our French kiss of deaths that went south. Yep. Yeah, we can. T- but, but listen, our, didn't our over our uh, the, our French kiss of over on the Ravens go? Didn't that hit? So I mean, we're, we balanced out, right? Yeah, we balanced out. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to it, man. We got a couple games today. First up, I'm going in order of the board, not chronologically. Arizona, Dallas. The Cardinals opened up minus two and a half, and now it's it's flip flop. The streams have been crossed. Dallas is pl- uh, minus one. Arizona's plus one. Cowboys are 0 and 5 against the spread this season. So that's not an inspiring number or a stat you want to see when you're thinking about betting on a team. We know the Cowboys have one of the league's worst defenses. They're going to have to deal with life without Dak Prescott. But here's the silver lining. The silver lining is they they have now a full week, a little bit more than a full week to have Andy Dalton 
leading that offense during uh, practices. Hopefully, Mike McCarthy realizes the absolute beast he has with Ezekiel Elliott. Give him the ball early, often. Let Dalton do his thing. Keep the ball away from Kyler Murray. Keep that Cardinals offense off the field by controlling the clock here. Arizona is a flawed team. They can be beaten. They can be taken advantage of. And I cannot believe these words are going to come out of my mouth. But I am betting the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. That had to hurt to say. So it's almost like you need to go gargle or something. It, it, it hurt I mean, to say betting the Packers on, on the Saturday uh, show, and I regret that one too. <laughs> uh, you, you look at Dallas's schedule. They've got two wins. They barely beat the Giants, probably should have lost that game, and beat the Falcons by one point. But against playoff caliber teams, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Browns, not so much. Arizona's been kind of equally unimpressive. Um, and then they're going to get they're, they're going to feel really good about themselves coming off a thirty to ten Jets win last week, but it's the Jets. Like maybe it makes your defense feel good, but are you really any good? This will be a, a much better test. I, look, if I'm Dallas offensively, I don't know that I really change too much. I get Zeke the ball, but you could you still have all those weapons and Andy Dalton might be the best backup quarterback in the league. Uh, I don't think they lose a lot with Andy Dalton. They probably have a little bit more of a ball control, um, time-oriented offense. Um, So I definitely do not hate Andy Dalton being the quarterback here. Uh, So it comes down to the Cardinals. If their defense can step up and if they can keep up in the points, because, look, Dallas can put points on the board. Um, So, you know – Pass over the mouthwash, Max. I'm going to need it because I'm betting Dallas too. But you talked a little bit about defense. The Cowboys' defense should get a little bit better today because Leighton Vander Esch could return four weeks after breaking a collarbone. I don't know if that's too early, but I'm sure the doctors will make the right call there, maybe. And then Chandler Jones is out for Arizona, so their defense should get a little bit worse. Arizona is a team that likes to blitz a lot. Their leading sacker is gone. They're they're big at giving up uh, yards after catch, one of the worst in the league. Cowboys have some good yard after catch guys. I expect a lot of big plays in this game. I think it's going to be back and forth all the way up and down the field from the time the clock turns on to the time the clock turns off. I'm going to lean the Cowboys, but I'm not going to bet them here because I don't trust them to win the game. Yeah, yeah I've been kicked in, the, kicked in the dick too many times by the Cowboys too. I've got them winning by three. Comfortable, you know, comfortable three. It's only minus one. I should bet it, but I just can't. I can't trust the Cowboys right now. I'm going to lean Dallas here. <sighs> Dallas, it's, it's, it's almost shocking how bad their defense is. Over a pro football reference, if you look at the defensive uh, strength, it's, it's, they're orders of magnitude worse than even the Eagles, according to these rankings. It's, it's just shocking how bad that defense is. All right. With that being said, the total is 55. <laughs> I like the over. I like the over in yeah. this one. I, I do. Like this is this this to me um was was a clear over. I think I have this one at like 61. Ooh, so I, yeah. I have this one going going pretty high. I mean they're calling it an even game with a one point line. So what 20 28 to 27 is what you need to get there. 
Um, Dallas with that offense with Andy Dalton can get over 28 and Dallas's defense with that defense can give up over 28. So yeah, I think it's an overplay. I think it's an overplay too. Um, Cowboys will score. And I don't think Arizona's defense is, is, is all that good either. And they gave up 10 to the Jets. That doesn't sound like a lot, but it's the second <laughs> most points the Jets have scored all year. So if the Jets can score 10, the Cowboys can score 25. I think Arizona can score 25, and you just have to find another few points somewhere else. So I'm going to actually bet the over here. Yeah, I'm on the over too. I've got no worries that Arizona covers their end of the bargain. All right. Kiss of death on the over on a primetime game. That doesn't spell trouble. Kansas City, Buffalo next up. Kansas City opened up minus four. They're minus five and a half now. Yeah. uh, uh, Both teams, of course, coming off those disappointing losses last week, kind of called into question their defenses. Uh, After this week, in theory, one team should be dealing with consecutive losses. KC had an extra day to prepare for this game, which usually helps Andy Reid teams. So I do expect the KC offense should be ready to go against. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. A subpar Buffalo defense. Uh, The Bills struggle with fast wide receivers, and good tight ends. Looking at my scribbled notes here on Kansas City, that seems to be a problem for Buffalo. Uh, Bills also have one of the highest blitz rates in the league, but struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Looking at my notes again, uh, not looking good for Buffalo. Since this morning, this line shifted half a point Mm -hmm. when I was looking at this game, and it has everything to do with almost all of the money coming in on the Chiefs here. I'm still going to lean Buffalo with those points. Casey will win this one. It's a primetime game. They're going to show up. They're going to win. I I could see them being up and then Buffalo mounting a comeback, hitting a field goal or something at the end to kind of cut it to, you know, that five range or something like that. So I'll lean Buffalo here, but Casey should absolutely win this one. Well, the big—I think the biggest win is for the fans um, because this game was supposed to be played last Thursday. Uh, so for the Chiefs and the Bills, for this to be, you know, a, a big, big game, 
Um, being moved to Monday, I think, is a win just for us fans who want to watch two of the heavyweights go at it. Uh, the Chiefs' run defense has got to be a little bit of a concern. They're giving up 158 yards per game. Um, and the Buffalo overall defense kind of beating them up a lot of, over this season because they're not the 2019 Bills. They're giving up over 28 points per game, and the Chiefs are averaging almost 30 points per game. So this should probably be a scoring affair. Uh, Sammy Watkins is out. Uh, Knox is out for the Bills. And then the Bills also have four other starters who are being listed as questionable. When you look at Kansas City, three of their four wins have been by 14 points or more. Um, so I, I, if they're going to win, I think they're going to win by a touchdown. I really don't think this is going to be like a game-winning field goal. They put a lot of pressure on teams by the way they score. They score quick, score often. Patrick Mahomes is uh, just a magician with that ball. So I think um, if the Bills borrow from the Raiders and Spagnola don't fix his uh, safety-creeping defense – Allen could be throwing over the top like the, the Raiders did, but I think they get that fixed. I like the Chiefs. I'm going to bet them minus the five and a half. The question will be, it, are the Bills disciplined enough to take advantage of Kansas City's defensive weakness, and that's running the ball at them. They are going to get Zach Moss back today, so you have a little bit of a bigger, more bruising type back that you can mix in there with Devin Singletary. I, I think this is going to be – teams have seemed to figure out a way to kind of slow down if you will, the Kansas City offense the last couple of weeks and and put Kansas City in a spot that they're really not all that comfortable in, and that's not being a way out front runner. Maybe Buffalo can do the same thing. Laying five and a half and rising on a team that's at home in a game that matters coming off a loss, I think Buffalo is going to play a pretty solid game as well. I'm not going to bet them, but I'm going to lean the Bills. Yeah. I kind of like where your guys' head's at. I'm going to lean the Bills, too. I mean, if this wasn't Kansas City, I'd probably be betting the Bills. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm too close to that one. Um, it worries me that every season Andy Reid's teams will have this little lull where they seem a little flat, a little uninspired. Kansas City's right in the middle of that right now. It sure, look, it sure looks like that. So we'll see. They usually need a kick in the ass to wake themselves up and maybe start <laughs> being a little more crisp than they had been. So we'll see. We'll see what they look like. But yeah, I think Buffalo plus the five with the hook. I think that's probably the play. All right. The total in this one is 55 as well. Down from 57 and a half. Might be 56. I see some of them going to 56. I I still got the over here. Mm. I do. I think, again, um, we know the Buffalo defense is going to give up points. But in the same sense, I don't. I don't think Kansas City's going to uh, hold Buffalo to under. Yeah, I don't know, twenty seven, twenty eight. So I mean, I think this is going to be a pretty high scoring game Monday night. Both these teams trying to pull out a win after losing last week. I think both offenses are going to just show up tonight. Monday, more like a Monday afternoon game. Um, this thing could be over by before the sun goes down. The, uh, I agree. Twenty. I mean, you're only at twenty eight to twenty eight. Um, the, the Bills' defense averages that, giving it up, and the Chiefs are almost 30. So, I yeah, and Buffalo's going to score on the Chiefs. So, I'm with Max. I, I'll bet the over here. Magic XL says the game is going under. I liked it a lot better on the under earlier in the week before it started coming down. Mm-hmm. I think the Kansas – I think the game plan for Buffalo has to be keep their defense off the field, keep Kansas City's defense on the field. So, I expect a little bit of ball control from Buffalo today. 
but I also expect there's going to be big plays. Both teams like the blitz a lot, but neither quarterback gets sacked a lot. Since adding uh, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen's numbers are just completely off the chart. So I think it's going to be right around the number, but I'm slightly leaning the under. Yeah, I'm on the under here too. I Yeah, I just don't see that. I don't know. Three o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday, just, everything feels weird. I'm just going to say they're going to be out of, out of sync a little bit, both teams. I'm going to go with the under. Right. So that's it. Did you guys want to talk about a little baseball futures, perhaps? I think we should. I, we we it, we predicted it, right? We said we said Dodgers and and Rays. Did we not? Somebody did. I don't remember who. Oh, was it just me? Was it just me? I, th- I thought Panther said Dodgers and Tampa. I know well. Panther was saying, "Watch out for the Dodger for Braves race." Did you say Dodgers, Panther? No. Well, yeah, I, I got. Well, I don't know when, when we're talking about, but I did get on the app last night and said Dodgers are winning this game. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, I was talking about like uh, there, there's an episode where we were talking about it and baseball and, futures. Baseball. Yeah, I thought when I picked the Dodgers, you guys kept telling me over and over and over again that's the same story for the Dodgers every year. Well, I think the problem, I think we all like the Dodgers. We just, there was no value in the Dodgers. So we were all looking for a different team. We've kept throwing out other teams, but I think we all like the Dodgers. We just don't like the Dodgers. (laughs) All right. To win the World Series, Dodgers minus 200, Tampa Bay Rays plus 170. Man, I was telling you, I was messaging with you before the show. My play is just sticking with Tampa Bay. Like I, I will, I will go down with that ship. Uh, the Dodgers will inevitably trip over themselves, <laughs> and I, I don't. Are, do you trust Kershaw out there in the series at all? I don't know if you can. Uh, what's Kershaw, the game four starter, if needed? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, what do you do with him? I, I really think that uh, LA picked things up offensively against the Braves which is a positive sign for them. I'm also worried a little bit about Bellinger. Did you see what happened to Bellinger last night? Mm -mm. He hit that home run. They were celebrating. He dislocated his shoulder. They (laughs) popped it back in. Oh, no. And this is a guy that had shoulder issues last year, too. So, uh, uh, guys, just just a high five. Little, 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 little hand slap, you know, fist bump, something. Nothing too extravagant. Don't go out there celebrating like that. Uh, yeah, I, I like I like the value of Tampa here and down with the ship. Yeah, I have to tend to tend to agree. Um, but one of the thing, I guess, the Dodgers though, what you have to look at is they've played I mean, back to back to back with their backs against the wall games and came through. I mean, the the Braves had them dead to rights, and even in last night's game. Jumped out to an early lead. Um, Dustin May took that in his own way. I mean, he, he threw like nine straight balls, walked the first two batters. It was um, it was a brutal start to a game, but they're resilient. Um, they got there, and they easily – it's not even close. They easily have the better hitters. It just comes back to Tampa's pitching. Can Tampa's pitching do enough to keep those hitters in check? Um, there's no value in the Dodgers, so I think what we're looking at here is Bet the Rays, hope they get up, you know, one o two o in the series, and then maybe you can circle back and grab the Dodgers with a plus line later. You have um, Tampa's definitely better situated from a pitching standpoint after the last couple of days. They had a day off. They're probably going to be pretty close to on schedule. 
whereas the Dodgers maybe maybe not. The Dodgers do have the better better hitting squad. I think that Cody Bellinger probably won't feel his shoulder until the series is over because it'll be full of uh, Novocaine or something or whatever they put in there nowadays. I think you just got to – we talked about this, Arch, and I, I think you just got to pick your team and bet that team in every game. And if you're going to bet the uh, folks from Tampa, you probably got to hope the game – the series goes six or seven games so that you come out with a profit. I think the Dodgers are going to win this series. They're the better team. I just – I, I you're probably better off betting them game by game instead of minus 200 one time yeah yeah probably i mean i already i think game one is going to have dodgers yeah right here like minus 160 minus 170 in that range those early books so yeah you probably stay off the futures bets and try and pick up the dodgers game to game you gotta bet the rays in this future though god damn minus 200 the rays don't have a 37 percent chance to win the world series i sure think they do i would put yeah, the dodgers pitching has been very hittable Oh, yeah, yeah. I would definitely maybe throw a few bucks on, on the Rays here, plus 170, and just like Panther said, see what happens. Maybe you can catch the Dodgers here or there with a plus line. Probably not. I, I fear Rich is right. The, the Dodgers probably are going to win the World Series, and then everybody will get to say, put an asterisk by their championship win. Good job, guys. You won a 60-game World Series season. I mean, so what does that say? Does it say that uh, the Rams are going to win the Super Bowl then? The Rams? Yeah, I mean, listen, you got you got the Lakers. They won their asterisk season. You got the uh, Dodgers winning their asterisk season. So yeah, might as well the Rams, right? Or the Chargers. No asterisk. <laughs> There's no unless I trim it down to twelve games. You don't get an asterisk. I mean, with this scheduling and what they're doing and moving things around, I I, I don't know. No preseason. It's just, this is this is a wacky season in football. Yeah, it's been a I'll wacky. Say, I, Go ahead, Ben. So I was gonna say, I, I tell you, if you guys, I don't know if you guys paid attention. And sometimes when we don't do the Sunday show, there's a lot of things that happen we don't get to talk about. Have you noticed? Have you seen the stats? Charlie Morton is freaking invincible. I was going to say that. I was about to say, what are the odds of Charlie Morton winning the World Series MVP? Because I love this dude. But I think they might need to throw him game two. So we're not starting till Tuesday. That would throw him on Wednesday. That might be enough time to go. He can go game two, game five, if not five or six, and then still have him for a few innings in game seven if they were to get there. But you can't just sit back and wait for him to game fourth. He, he has been nails for them. They got to get him in that first two, first two or three games. He will pitch until his arm falls off. Like I know this is pretty much his last hurrah. This, this is uh, if he if if he walks out with a World Series, then absolutely he's retiring, and he will he will put everything on the line. Yeah, he'll 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 have multiple Tommy Johns if he needs to after this year on both arms. Yeah, both arms. and his neck, <laughs> and then he'll come back and and he'll pitch until his you know mid forties. <laughs> he's the guy from the movie. Uh, what was the one with Charlie Sheen? Where major league old time pitcher. Yeah, major. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm throwing every piece of junk I can at him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think he's the wild card. You know, you throw guys out there like Kershaw and Bueller and Glass now and Snell, but look, I think Charlie Morton is the best pitcher on both teams. Can't argue Ooh, against that, man. That's 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 a bold statement, Panther. I, I don't disagree though. I mean, I, I I think the issues that Bueller's had for the last month or so. I think he's starting to recover. Like it seems stupid, but I think he's starting to recover from his his blister on his hand. Finally, Bueller's starting to look more like himself. But it was a, it was about a month that that blister was completely throwing off his delivery. 
Uh-huh. And Kershaw. I mean, Kershaw. Wouldn't, I mean, <laughs> they they need to throw Kershaw like in game one. Like seriously, because the more pressure it's on him, the more he implodes. There's no pressure on game one. If he has to go game three or game four, and then, you know, it's a two, one series or the Rays are up or something. This guy, I don't know if it's a mental thing, but I honestly, if I was the Dodgers, I would throw Kershaw game one. It's a mental thing. He didn't lose his physical tools. It's a mental no, thing. No, it's, it's, it's all in his head. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, a little baseball action, football action. Uh, the app saw some action last night, Max. I, I ran through an update. It's so easy to read. Even boomers can do it now. <laughs> is that a, is that a nice uh, little shot at our uh, co-hosts here? No, 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 no. Okay. Did you did you increase the font size? Is that what you did? You, yes. You, you, oh, it's brighter. Oh, it's so it's it's bright. It's like it's like having those twelve inch decks of cards, man. So, <laughs> it's, it's seeing it. <laughs> it's so much nicer. <laughs> Hey, listen, we, it's, it's our tar- target demographic here. <laughs> so, I mean, we got we got to make the app accessible. Uh, there, there's a, actually a whole like uh, line of uh, accessibility. Uh, Arch, we can get screen readers involved here for for people with uh, you know those those eyesight problems in their uh, older age. Oh yeah, we, we yeah. Well, they should look into that. We should you know get screen readers. Uh, uh, listen, we got to make sure that the font color in the background it doesn't you know they, they, like white on purple doesn't work. White on black. There you go. Yeah. There it is. All right, Max. But that is it. That is it. Head over to that app. That is the DGENs app, Android or iOS. You can also find us on the web at absolutedegeneracy.com. You know what you do on that app? You know what you do on that website? Buy our t shirts. That's the first thing. I saw I saw you put a little link to our DGEN shop too. Up top. So you, you, you up top. DGEN shop. Buy our t shirts. Hats. Hats for bats. You can also let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks. You can listen to us on that app. We're on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Pod, Amazon Podcast, Google Pod, Podcast Static, TuneIn, Podsail, and iHeartRadio. No matter where you listen to that, please, highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Rich, final words. And you want to make sure you tell your friends about us. I mean, how many places can you go on the internet? You can listen to a fantasy show. Go out and play those picks and actually win a contest. So I'll maybe I'll have some value to you finally as well. <laughs> so tell your friends about us on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram, however it is you communicate, because apparently you're not friends until you win somebody a daily fantasy contest. Goddamn right. Panther, I have no idea where you are. I probably didn't win you any money, so we're probably not friends yet. But very minimum, you could take us home. Uh, you're not doing anything for me. I feel like I got Max's fantasy team because uh, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know if you've ever had this happen. He actually got me negative points yesterday because we lose points with pick sixes. So, Man. Dude, I tell you, you, you know, I traded Deshaun Watson, by the way. I traded Deshaun Watson thinking that Aaron Rodgers was the real deal this year. <laughs> yeah, he is the real deal. One bad game doesn't make Rodgers. Uh, we'll get it back. But, um, that, you know, we talk fantasy, we talk baseball, we talk football, we talk it all. We do it on the app. We do it on the website. Join us. Let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, let's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.